7.09 on the morning news. Every month we speak with Dr. Axel Morenschlager, the Calgary Zoo's Director of Conservation in Science. This week, we really have to connect the dots. He's letting us know the connection between <laughs> gin, COVID, and rare antelopes. I don't know who writes these things. Good morning, Dr. Morenschlager. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. I think you really have your work cut out for you here. Can we really uh, draw some connection to those three? Oh, of course. Okay. So obviously linked. <laughs> well, the gin and the COVID for sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, thanks. Uh, thanks very much for having me on again. It's, uh, yeah, it's really fascinating. What it has to do with uh, is our community conservation efforts in Africa. Now, if you just think about the state of the world right now, of course, we're all adjusting to the COVID situation here all the time, right? All of us are trying to figure out what we can do and, and such, but... One of the wonderful things when you reflect on it is we have an amazing healthcare system. We have so many facilities and so many support systems here in Canada, and we're so lucky in many ways compared to many other areas around the world. And in our conservation efforts uh, through the Calgary Zoo, we work in community conservation with countries and with communities, especially in Africa, to save wildlife. But we do it in a way that we emphasize working with local people to bring benefit for wildlife, but in a way that brings benefit to the local livelihood of the people too, right? So you can imagine that in these places with partners that we work in, in Ghana and in Madagascar and Kenya, you know, people aren't just as lucky and they're worried just as we are worried all the time about COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And that can also, of course, affect the conservation of wildlife. But really, we're primarily concerned right now about helping helping our, our, our partners in these countries. And so um, we think that it's really just the ethical and effective way to really work together with them. And in Ghana, we have this amazing project on an antelope that no one's ever heard of. And it's so cool. It's called the Siditanga. And it's about the size of a white-tailed deer. It's dark chocolate in color, and it has white spots or stripes. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, Sounds and beautiful. It's, it's so beautiful. Uh that said, almost no one can ever see it. And the reason for that is because they're so cryptic. They live in wetlands where they pr travel predominantly at night. We had field teams out trying to find them, like we'd set cameras for them at night and we'd see them. And then field teams out at uh, during the day that took four years to see the first one by day. Wow. Right? Yeah, and they and they're so cool. They're they're adapted in a way where they can be in the, these wetlands and they can submerge themselves and only stick their noses out, and they travel on these banana type hooves, and their their hooves are curved and banana shaped, literally, uh, so that they can be you know on the substrate in the water and then on the land too. That's fascinating. And so do do we know? I mean, obviously, if it's that difficult to spot them, you may not know. But in terms of numbers, how many there might be? Yeah, very good question. So basically, it's actually uh, either the first discovery or a rediscovery of an incredibly small population that is actually so small that we worry about them going extinct. And so it's really crucial to help uh, help the species, you know, um, and it's not just crucial because of biology or because of caring about the species or its habitat. It's actually a profound spiritual value to uh, the local people. They actually see the Sitatanga as sacred, and they see its conservation as really important because um, if they're conserved, then they believe that that bodes well through the gods for their fishing and their farming. 
right? So basically, they want to help the Sitatang because they care, because of the spiritual value and such. But all of these things, of course, are now increasingly at risk because, um, because of this whole COVID situation. And one of the things that's happening the world over uh, since COVID began is poaching, for example, is just going through the roof as anti-poaching patrols and, and such and government efforts are being distracted um, everywhere. So what we're doing now, and this is to connect the dots, is we're actually working with our in-country partners to bring even more benefit in a way that helps COVID and helps Antelope, right? Working with the Development Institute, the local community Ava Lagoon, Krima Board, and with the support of the Ghana Wildlife Division, we've just embarked on an exciting initiative to work with the local people and with local materials about COVID. So what this is, is that... Um, under the, the sign-off of the responsible government agencies, we're looking at providing masks and hand sanitizer, but in a way that they make it themselves with their own material. Okay. So what it is is that, that we're just working with them now, and we have five women's groups which are empowered and engaged, working in three different regions to make uh, 3,000 masks of high three-layered quality. And so basically, if you're in one of these Sidatanga conservation communities, you get those sold to you at or below cost, right? If you're outside, then it's actually sold at a slight profit in a way that then helps the communities in the Sidatanga again. And so that's that's really cool because, first of all, it's engaging and empowering the women, providing something that they desperately need, Mm -hmm. and it's helping conservation again. But this is where we come to the gin. That's well. what my next question was. We've covered <laughs> the antelope, we've covered your... COVID and poaching, but not the gin. I know. I knew that the whole time you were waiting for. The That's gym. what I was. I was. I was. I was filtering I, I through you everything you said. Stuff. Okay, yeah. I did bits and pieces. <laughs> so the uh, so what it is is they actually make a local gin from sugarcane. This is a primary area for growing sugarcane, and um, and so they actually have these small scale distilleries. So what's really amazing is that uh, together with the in-country partners, we're actually working to have them uh, um, make ethanol, high-grade ethanol, exactly the kind of ethanol that we would use as well for the hand sanitizers. Right. And then that's, that's combined with uh, glycerin and hydrogen peroxide in a way that will pr- uh, produce at least a 1,000 liters of hand sanitizer. So, And, and the, it's not just about the end game, but the input too. So while the first initiative engages the local women and empowers them in certain uh, initiatives where we've provided sewing machines, materials, but actually is providing a guild, if you will, of women that make a difference. Here, this is primarily uh, young adult men that are engaged in this. So again, it gives them an employment. And one of the things that dawned on us is that actually, you know, uh, in a place where there's uh, little fresh water, even though we're helping, and little sanitation, this might, might be a product that has come out of need right now, right? But that actually could be viable in the longer term, yeah. especially because there's so much sugar, to be able to help the local people. And see, in this way, because you combine it all to saving this really cool antelope uh, and to the conservation of their habitat, you basically bring greater value to the wildlife by making it more valuable alive than dead, right? And in many ways, that's the the end game, is that you ensure that conservation is worth it, that it's worthwhile, and that it's effective in a way that's done both ethically and effectively for conservation because it's done not just by looking at wildlife, but the needs and the benefits 
uh, for the local people. Love talking to you, Dr. Axel, and you brought that all together, gin, COVID, and rare antelopes. And, you know, I just want to give you and your your fellow Calgary Zoo conservationists, uh, uh, you know, a pat on the back because you're, you and your team, you're world-renowned, you do amazing work, and we're grateful that you come and share that info with us uh, once a month. We appreciate your well, time. We appreciate all your support, and, of course, the support of the whole community, too, especially at this tricky time. Uh, for Calgary Zoo with our 70-day closure, we've we've been so overwhelmed with the support and encouragement of the whole whole community. So thank you so very much. Can't wait to get down and see you soon again at the zoo. Thanks for joining us, Axel. All right, thank you so much. That's Dr. Axel Morenschlager, Calgary Zoo's Director of Conservation and Science. 717, time for helicopter traffic for West District by Truman. Enjoy established amenities, recreation facilities, and the leading school districts. zone, a really big construction zone as they're turning the highway. So uh, we did see things a little bit different on North Sound McLeod Trail as you're leaving Chaparral, Walden, even coming in from Okotoks and High River, where you were splitting off that uh, lane realignment for the longest time. It has now met back up together. Um, so you're kind of on the same page for North Sound McLeod, but still be aware of those speed restrictions in place. Further north on McLeod, just after Heritage Drive, ongoing bridge work in that area. Two lanes open in both directions, so you want to keep in mind for some small delays there. And we are currently over top of Crowchild Memorial Drive. So far, so good in that southbound direction as you make your way down towards Bow Trail. Northbound lanes a little bit uh, slow approaching the Bow Trail exit ramp, but overall not too bad of a drive if this is going to be on your route. A message from Canadian Blood Services. Right now, the need for blood is rising and every appointment needs to be filled. Book now, blood.ca. Up in the 770 CHQR traffic helicopter, I'm Freddie Howard.